Welcome to the City Church Online. This is where you get all the sermons that you might have missed or you might just want to listen to all over again. Please like, subscribe, remember to share and download this message. Come, let us grow together in Christ. Today we start a new series of sermons. Uh, this is a sermon that has been on my heart for a very long time. And I uh, just never found the right place for me to share it with you. But lo and behold, here we are. Uh, the series is going to be called The Power of Forgiveness. Someone say The Power of Forgiveness. Yes. Now, I'm not talking about the power of forgiving. It is the power of forgiveness, which is really the power of being forgiven. Okay? which is really the power of being forgiven. You see, all of us here, like it or not, we have been forgiven. But a lot of people do not appreciate the power that is in being forgiven. And in this series, I want us to appreciate the power that is in being forgiven. The power of forgiveness. Now, let me start by saying this. Forgiveness is only valid when there is a wrong committed. If there is no wrong committed and then you come and you tell me I have forgiven you, I'm thinking, are you crazy? At that point now, you need me to forgive you because you are insulting me. Now you are offending me, correct? Because forgiveness is only valid when there is an offense committed. So when the scriptures come and tell us that God forgives our sins, God forgives us, it already puts us in a category of offenders. Now, in the book of John, 1 John, the letter of 1 John, chapter 1, verses 8, the scripture begins by telling us, if we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. Now, that verse wasn't very well translated right there. The actual right translation from the Greek to this, to English, should have been, if we say that we have not had sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us because forgiveness is only valid when there is an offense that has been done. But the thing is this about offense, God then puts a mechanism because what offense does is it destroys relationship. 
Do you know that what destroys relationship between you and a friend and a person, it's not really the thing they have done. It is the offense that comes by the thing that has been done. Do you know actually you can even come out of relationship with someone when they have done nothing, but you got a reason to be offended at them. You, you get it. It's like uh, you get offended to someone because you think they are the ones that stole your money, okay? And then you spend five days without talking to them because they took your money. Then as you are sweeping under your bed, you find your money. <laughs> now you have to find all the other reasons to continue the offense or you have to apologize. Or if you didn't tell them, you just kept quiet, but you were offended inside you. You didn't tell them. So now you just come back with smiles, smiles. And the relationship is in a way restored. Do you see my point? My point is really what breaks relationship is not necessarily what has been done, but the offense that comes by what has been done. Because there is someone I can slap, like for me, I always box my friends. My friends know what I mean. But then if you are not my friend and I just come and I punch you, oh my goodness, you leave the church. You're like, that pastor boxes people. He found me and pinched me painfully. Praise the Lord. So it's really not the action, but rather the offense that comes by the action. And the problem is this. The reason that offense comes is because offense arouses in you something called wrath. You get angry. You get annoyed. Now, if what was done did not annoy you, then there is no offense. Then there is nothing to forgive. But the forgiveness is necessary because there was offense that got me really annoyed and angry. And because I got really angry, I have a thing called wrath. And now... That wrath must go away. If I am going to have a relationship with you and we are going to continue in a relationship with you, then, but offense can only move away when the wrath has been appeased. When I feel like I'm okay with you now, okay? So it is between us and God. In Romans chapter 3, verses 23, the scriptures go on to categorize all of us and say that we all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. So you see, Paul agrees with John. If you say that you have no sin, you deceive yourself and the truth is not in you. Hallelujah. I am so glad that he doesn't stop there, but he moves forward in verses 9 and says, If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sin and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves. If we say we've not sinned, we have not committed offense, 
We have not aroused the anger of God. We deceive ourselves. However, if we confess our sins, again, the translators there changed something. That word confess there is better translated as acknowledge. Because to just confess and just say something doesn't really... I always give this example. If I just step on his foot, on his white shoe, with my white shoe also, and I just say, Ron, I am stepping on your shoe. I have confessed. I'm sorry. I am stepping on your shoe. But I am confessing. Praise the Lord. So what John is telling us here is the full acknowledgement that we are in offense to God, which arouses wrath. But the amazing thing is the moment we acknowledge and come before him, what the scriptures then say, he is faithful and just to forgive. Forgiveness is the mechanism by which God restores us back into relationship with him. Let me say that again. Forgiveness is the mechanism by which God restores us back into relationship with him. Forgiveness is the mechanism by which God restores us back into relationship with him. I don't know if this is something that means much to you. But let me tell you that it should mean very much to you. Forgiveness is the mechanism by which God restores you back into relationship with him. Which means when I say that I have been forgiven, Hallelujah. When I say that I have been forgiven, what I am saying right there is I am back into great relationship with God. Offense brings separation between us and God. The Bible says your sins have separated you from your God. Then God looks at the gap between you and him. And he thinks, how should I bring back this man and this woman into relationship with me? Oh, glory be to God. And he says, well, if I am to bring Alex back into relationship with me, then I have no other choice but rather to forgive Alex of his sins. And when I forgive him, I then, it means then I can have a relationship with him. Maybe a relationship with God doesn't mean much to you. But let me tell you, if it doesn't mean much to you, I want you to know it means the whole world to God. You see, what God is most interested in is not your services. The things you do for God are great. He enjoys them, but that's not the thing he likes most. Coming for church 
is a wonderful thing and he says never give up the habit of fellowshipping together and that is a beautiful thing but the thing he's most interested in is a relationship between you and him oh yes do you know when god created adam Every afternoon, the Bible says in the cool of the day, God would just come and him and Adam would just chill and just talk about what's going on. Hey, Adam. Hey, God. How are you? I'm good. How are you, God? Uh, you don't have to ask that of me. I'm God. I'm always cool. Oh, I, I know. I know. I just always want just to ask, how are you? Uh, no, Adam, how are you? And oh, but you're God. You should know how I am. Not so. Yeah, yeah, I know how you are. Uh, but it's nice to hear you say it. Can you also say it? Yeah. Uh, oh, by the way, you, I, 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 you've spent the whole day naming animals. Yeah, I did. And so what did you give that one? I told it an elephant. Elephant, that's a good name. Let's call it that. All right. And how about the other? That, that is a hog. A hog? What's the difference between a hog and, a, and this one? This is a pig that's a hog. But they look the same. Mm -mm, they don't look the same. This is smaller. This is bigger. Uh, like, they, they, they're just having conversation. And so, even when Adam sinned, you would think like God did not know. Because he just came at his usual time. Adam, Adam. But this time, you know, they had, uh, I don't know if Adam had made a chair or not yet. Or there was just a log they would sit on. Or a rock, something. I think it's a rock. Let me imagine a rock. Or maybe they were sitting on the tree, hanging in the branches. And they would sit at a certain tree. And so God comes at that tree where they always sit hanging on the branches. And Adam is swinging his feet. And God is saying, heaven is my throne and the earth is my footstool. I don't know how to hang my legs. Ah, God, you, are, you can do everything. Reduce yourself. I don't know. But imagine that conversation. But it is something that God enjoyed. Which is... The same thing between you and him that he always desires a relationship with you. I remember one time I was going to buy a shirt. And I was going to buy it in Katale, not in a shop. There's a difference between a shop and a Katale. Praise the Lord. So I was going to buy a shirt at the shores. Yeah? Yes, so... I went and I always walk talking to God. I don't know about you, but I always love to just talk to God, whether in tongues or in actual speech. So I am there and I am picking. I remember very well. It was a cream shirt, cream. And I picked it and the Holy Spirit began to laugh. And then I said, why are you laughing? Is that a shirt you really want? I said, yes. said, but you look at it. The buttons are on the other side. It's a blouse. Can you imagine? Now, there are people who, when you hear that, you are wondering because it has never happened to you. I was telling some people recently, I bought some goat meat to eat. And I was in my car alone, eating, enjoying my goat meat. And I'm speaking in tongues while eating also. And then the Holy Spirit just said, that's a lot of meat. Just stop eating. I looked at my meat. I still had my meat. And he's like, no, you've already eaten a lot, Alex. 
This is what I'm trying to say. God desires a relationship with you. And he designed a mechanism by which he would give you uh, that relationship and restore that relationship back to us. And that mechanism is called forgiveness. And so if you want a relationship with God, God is like, I've forgiven you. I, I have to forgive all your offenses. I have to forgive all your offenses. I have to forgive them. I have to forgive them. And that is why if you still live in guilt, self-condemnation, and, uh, and shame, that is not the spirit of God. Ha, who am I speaking to? If you are still living with feelings of, uh, I am unworthy, I am terrible, I am a sinner, I am all an offender, me, I don't know if God likes me, the devil is a liar. God likes you. God looks at you and says, I would love to have some conversations with you. I would love us to walk on the road and we can just talk. I would love us to just uh, uh, hang around and, and, and be friends. I love you if you will understand that whatever your offense is, I am the one who forgives your sins and heals your diseases. I am God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you will confess your sins, he is faithful and just to forgive all your sins and to cleanse you from all your unrighteousness. Hallelujah. And so, friends, forgiveness is a gift of God. And that gift gives you access to a full relationship with God. I don't know how to say it any more than this, but I wanted to I want to build this foundation for you. Listen to me. You see, forgiveness is only valid when there is an offense. Therefore, the only candidate, the only candidate for forgiveness is an offender. The only candidate for forgiveness, a person who has done something bad is the only candidate for forgiveness. That is why any one of you here or anywhere in the world listening to this message, I am telling you, if you feel like you are an offender, if you feel like you are a sinner, if you feel like you've done so much bad, if you feel like there is a lot going on in your life that you cannot reconcile with God. I am telling you, you are the reason this word exists. The word forgiveness. Come on, someone rejoice. Because God has decided to forgive your sins. God has decided to forgive. And the thing about forgiveness also is that the greater the wrong, the greater the value of forgiveness. Glory be to God. The greater the wrong, the greater the value of this forgiveness. 
the greater the wrong. So, if you are a big sinner, oh, God's forgiveness is even bigger. Oh, glory be to his name. I can, I look in this house and I see men and women that have been forgiven. And if you have been forgiven by God, then my friend, God wants to have a relationship with you. Hallelujah. So do not live any other day in condemnation. Please do not live any other day in shame. Oh, this is the time for you to give up your guilt. Oh, friend, this is the time for you to give up those thoughts about yourself that were negative. Oh, for when God looks at you, he desires for you. Oh, yes, his desire is for you. His heart is for you. He has made a way to restore you into relationship with him. Will you take that way? You know, I understand that as a preacher, sometimes these things are so real to me as a preacher. But that is because there is a work of the Spirit of God that has caused us or caused it to become so real. And the desire of God is that he will become so real to you. And that you will live your life in a full relationship, free of guilt, free of condemnation, free of shame. This audio sermon has been brought to you by The City Church. We would love to hear from you. Please contact us on 706 332 or 776 579